Welcome to the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Lanny, where we listen to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is... Two. By Boys to Men. Yes, it is. So go ahead and give them the specs on that. All right. This album came out in 1994 with 13 songs and 57 minutes long. And it went 12 times platinum. Yes, it did. Um, so before we get into the songs and all that, um, follow us on Twitter. TDM Pod, TDM Pod. That is our at uh, Instagram, the Diamond Mine Podcast, uh, YouTube, the Diamond Mine. If you're a YouTube viewer, you get to see our face and all that. And now you don't have to look up Kenny G. Breathless. You can look up the Diamond Mine Shania Twain, and you will find us. So uh, if you want to look there, or just sort by channel or whatever, and you'll see our logo. If you want to see the face cam, but if you're just a Spotify user and you just want to hear our voice, that's that's cool too. I get it. I understand uh, wanting to like drive or trying to go to sleep and just having something in the background. I get it. Um, for some reason, I thought you meant trying to, like, sleep while you're driving. I did not know where that was going. <laughs> yeah, you know, just taking a nap in your little Tesla but self-driving also, car. like, if you just want to look up Kenny G, go ahead. Yeah, you go you go right on ahead, because we both know it all circles back to Kenny G. Um, so, do we, did I miss something? Did I miss shouting something out? No. I don't think. I don't think I did. Let's just get into it. Okay, this first song is called Thank You. Uh, and I wasn't really sure what to expect. I don't think I've ever heard a Boys to Men song before this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still don't really think I have. Uh, sounds like pitch perfect kind of harmonies and like pentatonics was the best vibe I got from it. Uh, some of the songs were a little too long on this album, and this yeah. definitely was one of them. Uh, some of them break like the five and a half minute mark, and it's just like, I'm, I'm having enough of these beautiful voices harmonizing in my ears. Um, but me and Lanny were entertaining ourselves with the Apple visualizer, so. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so, right off the bat, it's just, it's way better than other boy band sound. You yes. Know? Uh, because it's. I mean, acapella kind of gives me the show choir, I don't know, glee club kind of sound. Uh, And I couldn't tell if they were purely using their mouths in this one or if they did have, like, a beat synthesizer. Like a drum kit type thing. Because of a... (laughs) Sorry. My uh, chapstick cap is on the loose. Yeah. God, you could not have made that more awkward. You had to give me five seconds of silence after I said that for it to completely set in that, like, what I just said was so stupid. I just watched it with my eyes, and then your hand, like, (laughs) trying to grab it on my table. (laughs) Anyway, I'm done. I don't have a lot to say about this album in general, so. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, The next song, though, is called All Around the World. Uh, Starts off with some French speaking, and she says something about liking boys to men she's from paris and like i don't know i took like two classes of french and that's my very rough interpretation i'm sure she said something like uh i'm not even i'm not even gonna don't try even, to make a funny out of it don't even. um just stop i'm sure she just said something that i completely just went over my head right. but um has like a snoop dog type beat i don't yeah i said gin and juice that's what it reminds me of and I, i'm pretty sure we've had another song that reminds me of gin and juice go listen to the other podcast and you'll find out which one yeah you'll probably know it better than we do um but but you're you guys aren't the ones that also have to listen to the every single album the whole way through and make notes so it kind of gets lost and jumbled in our head but uh 
the best way I can describe boys to men, if somebody was like, hey, what is boys to men like? It's kind of like a hip hop in sync type vibe, but almost all acapella. Don't tell Justin Timber like that because he will beatbox. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, letting you know. But this, this band's, speaking of those uh, acapella uh, moments, this band's harmonies are like otherworldly. Like, mm-hmm. I really haven't heard anybody. Yeah. Uh, harmonize like this unless it's like Glee or Pitch Again, Perfect or something like it's that. It's a much better boy band. It's an elite boy band. Yes. Um, their lyrics, on the other hand, though, aren't too crazy special. I mean, they're just talking about like being in love with chicks and like same, doing things with women. Same topics. Yeah, same topics, but they present it a lot better. Um, especially in this song, the lyrics aren't much. They're just kind of listing off cities the whole entire song. Yeah, because it's all around the world. Yeah. But then they also just start naming cities in the United States at that point. Like uh-huh. they kind of, It's like they run out of countries, but there's more countries and states and cities, so, like, I, whatever. And you know, like, I said this to Lainey, you know as soon as, like, they were singing this song on the stage and they sang the name of the city that they were touring at, everybody was like, oh, yeah, yeah! Minneapolis. Yeah! Yes, sir. Yeah, um, woo! Yes, but that's that's pretty much all I have to say about all around the world. It's not it really happens special. though because every artist, like for example, if you're in Atlanta, Georgia, they're like Atlanta, are you ready? <laughs> and everyone's like, Yeah, are you ready to rock? It's like sign my baby. <laughs> Nobody brings a baby to those kind of concerts. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, little kids. Yeah, sure. I don't know why, but yeah, they do. Anyway, um, is that all you have for the song? Yeah, pretty much. I don't even know if I have anything to really... Add. Yeah, okay, okay. I said that this one was very catchy. I, I mean, it was better than the first one. I'm already going to let you know that. Um, and I said that the beat was astronomical. I really hope you've seen that TikTok. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the volume on this oh, song yes. is astronomical. I cannot even hear Miss Smith, who is trying to have a conversation with me right now. I can't even me. hear my own thoughts. <laughs> Dude, when I've they had... would that one out, that would make me so mad. Um, okay, okay. Riding the basketball bus, that's all we heard, was I can't even hear my own thoughts. <laughs> um, Dang. To give you a little insight, viewers, my school year has just ended. Like, just, like, a couple days ago. Just this ended. This week? Um... And I was about, I'm, I'm glad, because I was about done with school's uh, shenanigans, if I would like to put it that way. That's a great way to put it. We're PG. Yes, most of the time. <laughs> well, the topics might not be, but our language. Mm-hmm. Unless I have to use the dolphin noise, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I was really thinking about just, like, dropping an F-bomb and have putting the dolphin noise over it. <laughs> It's just like one long, like 13 second long dolphin <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> anyway, we think we're funny. Uh, but it's basically about women from all over or just dying to see them in concert. And But then it also talks about how there's that one girl for every man. So I don't really know. Um, that's all I had. You know? Speaking of you know, yeah. the next song <laughs> is called You Know. Um, but with like a U. They definitely, for this first verse, I kind of feel bad. Um, they definitely let the dude in the group that couldn't sing. Was that he the good, tenor? 
I have no clue. But they let him take over the uh, the lead singing for a verse. They're like, yeah, you can have this one, bro. Everybody deserves and a chance. It did not sound good. I'm not even going to lie. I um, fish out here. But the, the second guy, uh, he, he brought it back. You know, he, he reeled in that slack and hit those notes. Um, but... To be completely fair, at this point in the album, I realized I hadn't processed, like, anything. I was no, just strictly chilling to this music and feeling the Because we had the visualizer, the but then we were also just making jokes this entire album, so we didn't really like... Yeah, I was just feeling the vibe, you know? Um, just the funky beats and the sweet harmonies were taking me away, and then I was like, oh, well, I guess I don't really know anything they've been saying, and so we switched from the visualizer to lyrics. Lyrics, yeah. Uh, this one, also catchy. Kind of like Nate touched on about how everyone had their little part in singing. I, it's like the popcorn reading you would do in school, where it's like, and she wept, Samantha! And then she would have to read the paragraph. And there would always be some chick that, like, or dude that just could not read, and they would be like, the, uh, and then everybody (laughs) in the room would be like, alligator. And they'd be like, Alligator. The, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. My favorite was when they'd be like the, um, the the alligator. <laughs> they would smack their lips in between each syllable. I would sit next to the ones that made, I hated the it. ones that hurt me the worst were the ones where they're like the and then the teacher or whatever is like alligator and they're like yeah what he said was going and he was eating a snack and that's the worst one that's the one that makes me want to like just shrivel up into a little ball and like or they're just like ah, ah, and then say alligator and be like i know what the word is like <laughs> then why didn't you say it or, or the another bad one is the ones that like do the exact opposite of that and just completely <laughs> mispronounce the word they're like the Agalator. <laughs> and then, like, they just keep rolling with it, and everybody's like... <clears throat> the Agamemnon. Yup. <laughs> and those are also the ones that have the tenacity to be like, what y'all laughing about? I'm reading. <laughs> What's so funny? Yeah, tell... <laughs> I like, want to laugh. I want to laugh, too. So... <laughs> this is the teachers that say. Yes, they, they always... Oh, my gosh. I was so sick of teachers. Um... I had just one thing to re- say about this song. Okay, but the next song is called Vibin', and I was indeed vibing for a second until he came in and uh, started whispering without whispering. That's the best way I can describe it. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was a very low voice. Yes, it was very low and soft, but it wasn't to the point where he was whispering. It was like, ugh, it just made me uncomfy. <laughs> it was like the ASMR, like, hey guys, welcome back to the channel. <laughs> Welcome to the Diamond of My Podcast with Nate and We're listening to all 92 albums album certified by Billboard. Can we start it like that for now? <laughs> it's just an um, awkward, uncomfortable volume. It, this was just very, very okay music, though. Like, yeah. and that's how I am with a lot of this album. It's just okay. And, like, there's nothing really special except for the harmonies and, like, the beats are cool, but the lyrics weren't very... Uh, uh, encap- I feel like I keep I say this encapsulating almost yes I can never figure out what that word is uh, aggalator um, <laughs> but what he said <laughs> yeah what what she said Dude, don't anyways knock the laptop off, oh yeah the laptop's right there that's my bad um, but yeah it's just nothing really special I had four notes I said wow they really are vibing huh trumpet this one's not as good talk through it the next song is called I Sit Away. 
they are rapping off the Mario 64 music. Um, Whistle and Distortion is what I wrote for that. Yeah. Uh, there's just like... It, this is song five, and everything is already still sounding samey. <laughs> and that's like my biggest gripe so far, is that everything is sounding, sounding samey. <laughs> and something that I think... And, you know, Nate Harrell, album extraordinaire. Um, <laughs> we get an official label that's not official. And it's like we put it on the end of the table for the YouTube viewers to see. It's like the a officially thing. unofficial certificate of... Dude, if somebody at it. some point makes us an officially unofficial album yeah, extraordinaire our, our plaque, we will listeners. hang it in between us. Um, but uh, album extraordinaire here. When you get five songs in, you cannot have all five of those songs sound the exact same and be about the exact same subjects, essentially. No, because then I started talking about the pickle jar. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we don't worry about the pickle jar. I Um, But... When you're five songs in and you're already, like, I'm already losing interest, that's not a good sign <laughs> that you just aren't changing anything up. And so, no. if any of y'all are ever planning on making an album and wanting me personally to enjoy it, which I don't know why you're thinking about me personally, like, hey. <laughs> you need to have it switch up at some point within the first five songs, dude. <laughs> I'm going to make an album ten songs long. It's going to have the same melody each song. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just different instruments. Yeah. And it's going to be country. What are you going to sing about? Love. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that gripe, though, if I was just listening to Chill Out and have a conversation while this was in the background, it'd be a good time. Like, it's, it's, it's okay to have as, like, background music, but... Man, when it's the same thing over and over and over, and you're really trying to dissect it, That's there's not we, much to. I mean, we lose interest. We don't want to. Yes. Because uh, I mean, the only thing I really said was, okay, they had like this little chirp in the background, but it wouldn't happen on beat. Yeah, it, it would be like, on like beat two of every measure, or it'd be random. Like mm-hmm. it would be gone, and then it would just like, ha- oh, that really bothered me. Um, but the voices, I mean, they were solid and strong like they have been the entire album. And this is where I kind of started to lose my mind. You have been losing your mind ever since you got over here. Don't even, don't even with that. Don't even with that. <laughs> yeah, she is, no, Lainey no, has been wilding out today. It got bad about the scoliosis, though. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll get on to that in this next song. Um, but, scoliosis isn't funny. But, but how I, do you feel about the, anything else? No. Okay, this next song is called Jezebel, and it starts off with them getting on the train, and there's like a little thing in the background where he says, yeah, I was cooling on the B train, and that had me dying. That was like the first lyric, I think. Yes. The first Um, uh, line. But he just saw this fine girl on the subway, and he just was all about her. Um, And I know some dudes... Had like their girlfriend, and her name was Jezebel, and they used to play this when they were in the car. Shout out to any Jezebels out there. Um, I'll read you the definition of Jezebel here in a second. <laughs> but uh, really, like this—I mean, they just—they just found a hot chick. Um, and they were the, just losing their minds. Well, um, well, actually, comment on the song first, and then I'll go in about the scoliosis. Was that this song? Yes, that was the song when we discovered that. Oh, I'm so happy. 
fast. Yes. Okay. Um, so, a Jezebel is a shameless or morally unrestrained woman. There's also something in the Bible about Jezebel. I didn't write it down, though. Uh, if you're really interested, you can look it up for yourself on the Google. Um, more <laughs> whistling at the y'all. beginning. <laughs> I don't care. Um, smooth, and they're literally just talking about picking a girl up on the train. Okay. But I think her name is actually Jezebel in the song. I don't know if they were calling her like a... Tramp. Like a Jeze- yeah, like a Jezebel. Um, but they had a little shoe bop in there, you know? And, um, uh, okay, so on to the scoliosis. So... The way this happened is, um, I had the thought in my head, I was like, they're like a 90s barbershop quartet. And so I was like, are they actually a quartet? So I go on, uh, you know, Safari, and I look up on there, I'm like, boys to men, and I click on the Wikipedia, and currently they have three members. But back in 2003, they had a fourth member named uh, Michael McCary, I think? He was he was with them for this album. Yes, um, they had him up until 2003 where he left the band because his scoliosis was so severe that he had to leave it's the not, band. It's not funny. I'm just it's, laughing. It's not funny. Scoliosis isn't funny. I'm sure it's like, no, I, it's, I, I'm like sure it's, it's miserable. It's yes. Like I have, really I know funny. some people that have scoliosis and yeah. they are not having a good time with not it. Right. But just the fact that it was so bad <laughs> that he had to leave a diamond album band. It wasn't that for me. It was the picture you showed me. We were like, we were like, how bad is it? And so we were scrolling through pictures of like boys to men together, and he was literally his shoulders are a diagonal angle, and that is not a lie. Like if you're on YouTube, he was like this. And then you were talking about like trying to measure out his eye lines, and that's when I just. Couldn't contain myself. Oh, I forgot I did that. Uh, can you check that thing I told you to start at the beginning of the, of the podcast? Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, <laughs> for real, it was very bad. So, Michael, I hope uh, that's getting better for you. Maybe you're wearing a back brace or gotten surgery or something. Is it wrong for me? Uh, again, okay, I really hope you got that fixed, especially since you had to leave the band for it. But is it wrong for me to tell the to tell the hot tub joke? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Laney's about to tell a joke. Um, I'll have to narrate it for the listeners. To be okay. fair, she's been like wilding. So again, scoliosis is like seriously not like it's a real medical condition. Like it's not funny <laughs> after Nate started trying to measure out like the diagonal because I mean he would stand kind of like this and try to like tilt his head to keep it upright. And Nate was measuring his eye. <laughs> Gotta hold it together, lady. <laughs> I don't know if I can. This is really mean. I'm not a good person, but I've accepted that, and so has the Lord. Um, <laughs> I'm imagine they're sitting in a, sitting in a pool or a hot tub. <laughs> lady, we cannot, you cannot have a laughing fit where you're not talking and I'm not talking. We are on an audio podcast. <laughs> no, it's not just that. It's also the video is so awkward. <laughs> I was bit, like, you know, he's sitting there. <laughs> Bro, it is not that funny. Do I need to explain this? No, I can do this. I need you to stop laughing. It's also the fact that I'm visual, so I can see it in my head. I can see it happening. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the hot tub, you know, at his diagonal. 
crying now. <laughs> he looks across and he says, he says, yo, you might need to take a break. Your, your toe's getting kind of shriveled. <laughs> Somebody. Yeah, you might need to get out of the hot tub. You look at the little shriveled right there. You might need to take a break. And then I said, it's because he's got one eye in the water. And one eye out. If you guys need that translated into English, he's so tilted that his head is half in the water and half out. And so he sees the guy's toe underwater and is like, yo, you might need to take a little break and get out of the tub. Your toe a little wrinkly. You guys. And then that guy's going to be like, why are you looking? He's like, I can't help him. I have my head underwater. She is literally sobbing over here, over that. No, I said, I can't help it. I got one eye in the water, one eye out. <laughs> oh that has to be the God. hardest that you've ever laughed on the podcast. It 100% is. It's not even that funny. Like, I know I'm going back and listening and watching this. <laughs> We're like, just going to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm, so, I'm so stupid. <laughs> but... Oh, I'm sweating. Like, my, I'm dehydrated from that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, next song, I guess. The next song is uh, called Khalil. It's a little <laughs> interlude. Uh, and the last time we had interludes, it was the Outcast album. And uh, I got bad flashbacks. So... I did, too. I was getting a little nervous. Because especially, especially because it said it was one minute and 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. Um, but to me, like, straight off the bat, it sounded like... I mean, transitioning from boys to men, it sounded like they were going through puberty, but they didn't have a father figure around to guide them through it. Yeah. Oh, my stomach still hurts from that. You alright? I'm tired. It's been a very long day. How'd that horse get in here? (laughs) And we're back. Sorry, we had to get that horse situation deals with. Um, It's crazy. But the next song is called Trying Times. Uh, and this beat was funky, had me coming in. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I was, did not I was like having a great time. Uh, hey now. He was just expressing his love for this chick and holding it out together. And I get it, bro. I got, I get you. I get where you're coming from. Um, the piano, the, the pianist <laughs> was going, I'm sorry. It was going. <laughs> He was going so ham, or she was going so ham, but this song was just too long. This was another five minute, 30 second one. I was, I was, (laughs) I can't keep it together. Go ahead. Great. Um, This had more soft talk in it, you know, we've already referenced. <laughs> Honestly, I said uh, lyric wise, it was a pretty solid love song, actually, and it sounds like they're really just trying to serenade, you know? That's all I had. <laughs> <Continue>. <laughs> the next song is called I'll Make Love to You. Uh, I've heard this one. The Low Brass came in, uh, and it just it turned into a. Oh, wow. Great that spelling. Perfect. Um, uh, but it came in with a ballad, which is kind of different than everything we've been listening to. Everything else has been pretty chill. But mm-hmm. this one, he just gets into it about how he's about to dog this chick. Um, but, like, that's really all I have to say. <laughs> he just gets way more into it than any other song. And uh, I probably I probably didn't prefer, like, I, I prefer their more chill stuff over this. It, even though this is, like, 
the song on Apple Music that has a little star that like signifies that it's one of the more popular songs. I mean, songs. it is one. Of, this is, um, I've actually heard this one. I've I've never heard this one, but so. I didn't like this one better than the songs previous no, to it. This one, my favorite, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but they actually did briefly sing this in Pitch Perfect when it was like their mashup or um, riff off or whatever. Yeah. Um, another serenade kind of song, and the title is self-explanatory. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like saying about how he's gonna like dog this chick and how they're gonna Bro, make love you're crazy. and how they're how he's like really about to get in it, and she's just like, man, I got like work in the morning, and I gotta get up, I can't, I can't be doing this with you right now. No, because like, he maybe- says we're gonna go all night long, and I said I'm. I gotta get to work. I got a, I got a life to do. Like <laughs> I don't know about you with your boys to men. But the next song is called <laughs> "Unbended Knee." Um, this one was very lame. I did not like this, this one. one. Was not they were good. simping so hard over some somber piano. No, okay, but we misinterpreted <clears throat> it at first. Because yeah, because we thought we thought he was on a bended knee getting married, but he was on a bended knee begging to keep. Keep like, the stuff together. Yeah, like get her back, kind of. Um, but <clears throat> the dude was begging in his deep man voice for forgiveness in my ears, and I cringed so incredibly oh, hard. Cringed with the capital C. Was, was not about that, bro. That was horrible. <laughs> um, but that that was boringer than watching paint dry. So boringer. Um, yeah, I will say though that they do write their own songs. I think for the most part. So. I'll give them the credit for that because other boy bands generally don't. don't. And also, they can really, because they have a vocal range and they are in the acapella quartet, like Nate's mentioned, kind of group, they can really present the emotion. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I can they get you on that. I appreciate some raw talent. Um, but Nate covered everything else I wrote down. So. Yeah, the, that whispering, I've said that on multiple things, specifically other boy bands like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. When they're whispering... It's not just them. It's been like MC Hammer, Outkast. It's... Whispering is not like... Who likes that? Oh, I don't understand why you would want to listen to that while you're sorry listening to an album. Sorry like ASMR freaks out there, <laughs> but... I'm sorry, but uh, y'all are weird. Um, the next song is called 50 Candles, and the first thing I thought was, like, 50 birthday candles. They hit on the cougar low-key. See. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> See, I thought of 50 Cent, and I said, what if they bring 50 Cent in? <laughs> and then I thought, wow, this really sounds like Kenny G. <laughs> um, always circles back to Kenny yeah, G. because it has chimes and bongos or whatever. Uh, it's not at all. It started in... Sorry. It started off all magical and stuff, but then the dude that comes in sounds like that TikTok sound where he's like, "Hey there, white chocolate," and that I I didn't want it. I didn't want it anymore. Um, but I was so bored because the last song, like the song before this, uh, "On Bended Knee," really just kind of killed it for me. Like it just killed my vibe. And whenever you're listening to a band that's pretty much good strictly off a of vibe. Like, I just yeah. can't, I can't get down with it no more. So, um... See, the only thing I have written down that I haven't already said is that <clears throat> it reminds <throat> me of when I was saying, like, chimes, bongos, that kind of thing, and the, the singing the voice. It reminds me of The Little Mermaid when Sebastian is going to sing Kiss the Girl, <clears throat> and he's like, percussion, strings, winds, 
words. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that for so long. And that just like killed me inside. That's my favorite. Oh, my, fa- my something that we didn't say when we were going on about the bit, like, yeah, I got work in the morning. It was like, yeah, I got to take my kid to school in the morning. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> That's well, the one that I, I was like, know. yeah, like, I got I got a kid to feed and stuff. We, we so got to, like, we got to. Yeah, we got to, we got to kind of wrap this up. All night, I was literally. thinking more like 30 minutes. Like, you, you know, and then you can, I can order you Uber We got to wrap this up, literally. <laughs> hate you um the next song is called water runs dry uh and um at this point i was so i was snoozing but laney was bringing the life to it and i don't even remember what she was really doing (laughs) but uh as you can see laney has been (laughs) wilding um this is a good episode but he can't work it (laughs) he can't work it out with some chick and i honestly felt bad for him and he was saying, don't make the biggest mistake of our lives, and that mistake being breaking it off instead of trying to work it out. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's a, a lesson we can all learn. Don't just quit on something. This isn't just relationships, but, like, don't and just quit general, on something. Yeah. Try to try to work it out as best as you can, and then But also, like, if it's meant it. to be, it's meant to be, and that's with everything, too. Uh-huh. I believe that. Um <clears throat> I wrote two things down for this, <clears throat> because we mainly just talked and you wrote everything down. Yeah. I said country question mark, because of the very, like, the intro, I guess. Um, it, I mean, it was full on, like, new wave country for me. Mm-hmm. Like, Morgan Wallen could come in at any second and start singing. That's kind of how it felt. Um, <clears throat> and especially following the last few where they were just, like, dog water. Uh, I like this one a lot more. Yeah, I, I think this one was alright. I could get down with it. I also like the lyrical content of this one a lot more than the other. Because I feel like they had a concrete message rather than just like, Dang, yeah. baby, you're so fine. So, um, but anyways, let's get on to the last song. Uh, Yesterday, and if that title sounds familiar, it uh, is literally just a cover of the Beatles song Yesterday. Um, and that's where they made the first mistake. Uh, yeah. Is covering a Beatles song. <laughs> You're not going to be able to do it better than the Beatles. Well, okay, see, I wanted them to do it better yes. than the Beatles. Then little Paul McCartney singing with his guitar. I wanted it to be better, and I was very disappointed. And it's not like I immediately went in like, oh, I mean, they can't, like, they're not going to be able to top the right. Beatles. Right. I, I gave it an open listen, and it's just, it's a little, <clears throat> it's weird to me. Because it's, there's no instruments whatsoever. It's completely acapella. It's very, yeah. And That's it's right. slower paced, and it's only driven by their voices. It's okay. Like, if it was on its own, it would kind of stand alone. It's I mean, okay. it was a nice acapella cover for the <clears throat> most part. Yes, but uh, I'll let you go in with your gripes about I mean, that. when they're harmonizing, it really suits their voices. They can cover it well. Yeah. But they tried to make it more complicated and intricate than it really needed to be. Where they were trying to do all the layering, and it just, it didn't work. Like, that when, <clears throat> like, in the song, sorry, I'm kind of losing my voice, I guess, because I was laughing Laughing, that's how pianist. I am. Um, <clears throat> See, mine was a scoliosis. But, they said, like, when Paul's like, yesterday, they would have the base of the group, which is actually the guy with scoliosis. Um, Shout out to you, Michael. He would be like, 
yesterday. And I just really wasn't about like all the layering that was going on in that song. It just felt kind of weird. And then, oh, was it the last? No, it was the second to last, I guess. Stanza? Yes, because I don't know if technically it's the chorus or whatever, because it's a very repetitive song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the second half of the second to last stanza. And the, the lyrics are supposed to be, why she had to go. And instead they said why and held it out for a long time. And then had a very uncomfortable, like, pause and then just said, had to go. And I hated that so much. Because it really just threw me off. And Well, because it's not what we're used to when we're hearing yesterday. Like, we're used to that, the flow of the song and it being, like, just a little simple, uh, driven by the guitar and the yeah, Paul's voice and the strings. Of, but because of how Paul did it, I felt more emotion through that. Yes. Obviously, he wrote it, you know, the Lennon-McCartney kind of thing. And I think this one was strictly... Paul, but I'm not sure. It was. Cause he, yeah, because he heard this one in a dream. This is the song that he dreamt of, and then he like kept going around to the band members, and he was like, what's this song? And he was playing it on the guitar and singing it to him, and none of them knew it, and he was like, well, I guess it's my song now, and then he wrote it. Yeah, and then they couldn't figure out how to put instruments into it, so it's an acoustic. Uh-huh. He also dreamt of Let It Be, too. Yeah, because it was like a... It was his like mo- his, his mom, mother came to him. like Which Mother I think Mary. Which really funny because mom. I'm pretty sure he's Catholic and, you know, like the Mother Mary, Jesus and Mother Mary. But then his mom's name is also Mary. So yeah. when he said Mother Mary comes to me or whatever, I was like, wow, that's interesting. Anyway, this isn't. Uh, You'll learn podcast. a lot later on in the podcast whenever we start covering Beatles albums. We both very much so enjoy the Beatles. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah. That's all I have, though. So I guess okay, so we're on the, like, 92 I scale. Do you have it? honestly don't know. I feel like its spot right now at 70 is very valid. Um, That's kind of what I was... <clears throat> if anything, maybe move it up into the 60s. I don't think it's an but 80s like, type album. If you move it up into the 60s, like, 65 or... Yes, it's not higher. higher. It's yeah. not. It's not like sixty one, sixty two, anywhere yeah. in there. It's definitely closer to seventy. So between sixty five and seventy, <clears> it was a good. It was a good feeling um, yeah. album, but it, it was just boring lyrical content. Uh, it had a couple hits, um, but there are certain things where I just couldn't. I wasn't fully in it. Right. So um, yeah, do you have anything else to say? Nope. Just remember Twitter TDMPOD TDMPod. Uh, Instagram, the Diamond Mine Podcast. You can see us on YouTube at the Diamond Mine if you want to see our faces whenever we do this and any visual shenanigans that go on on the camera uh, or any just little edits that I throw in when I'm editing this. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. So uh, this has been the Diamond Mine Podcast with Nate and Laney. We'll be back at you next time with Mariah Carey.